Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome episode of You Got This with your host Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries. We have a very special guest with us today, author and pastor Bernadette Stansberry from our church. Um, what's our church? Christian Fellowship. She is the author of Now Who Am Who Am I Once Was, and also she has the ministry of Overcomers Ministry LLC. Good morning, Pastor Bernadette. Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Um, he insists that uh, not, uh, the book is titled Not Who I Once Was. That yes, that's okay. correct. Yes. Well, why don't you go ahead and share who you are, how you got to this point, and what your ministry is all about? Okay, thank you. Um, well, to tell you the truth, um, the book came about. It was it was not an easy easy task. Um, mm-hmm. uh, God first dropped this in my heart um, somewhere around two thousand eight to two thousand nine, and um, uh, basically, you know, put it on my heart to write my story. And um, and I'm not a writer. Never had any desire to be a writer. I never took any creative writing courses, nothing. So this was totally out of the blue and left field for me. Um, That's how I knew it wasn't from me. It wasn't just, you know, a figment of my imagination that, that, um, or some puffed up reason that I should be doing this. This, this came from, from father himself. And um, of course, you know, I was nervous. I was scared. I didn't know anything, um, you know, like I said, what I should do on writing a book, how to put one together. And um, um, Father just basically, you know, placed on my heart that, you know, just just tell your story in your own words. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. It doesn't have to be anything. And I was already journaling. Um and uh, so basically, that's how it came about. Um, it was, it's a memoir and just uh, a story of my life. It doesn't go into real deep detail uh, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to traumatize other people that might uh, have gone through abuses and stuff. Uh, so I wanted to be very delicate in in how I did this. Um, but like I said, it, it took a long time because the book, I wasn't able to get it out and get it published, self-published um, on Amazon until October of uh, 21. So it took a long time. It was a long process, a lot of tears and emotion and and frustration uh, that came through through writing this book. But it was an awesome journey. It was a learning process for me, a growth process, a healing uh, deliverance process. And now that it's out, um, um, my my deepest desire for the book is that it just gets into whoever hands that the father wants it and that it helps them and to encourage them as much as as um it the book has encouraged me so let's go back uh sort of to the beginning of when you first heard about the lord what was your defining moment oh wow well like i said um i grew up in a christian uh well i should say a, a religious 
um, household. We we grew up under the Catholic faith, and I went to Catholic grade school. So I've known, I've known of God um, all my life. Um, I've learned about Him all my life. We had religion as a part of our curriculum uh, from first grade to eighth grade in in school. So. Um, I learned a lot about God, um, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, um, just everything. I never once doubted him or didn't believe everything that I read in the Bible that, that you know, his word and stuff. Um, but it was a difficult uh, childhood for me with the abuses um, physically and, and uh, um, uh, sexually and um, trying to understand you know, put that together, um, what I was learning and what I was living was two different things. So for a child of five and upward, it was real difficult to try to comprehend and and uh, um, understand. So so anyway, um, as, as I grew up and, and came through all that stuff, I was just basically mad at everybody, mad at the world, and unfortunately, um, mad at God. And I didn't mm -hmm. want nothing to do with God. And so it went um, all the way till I was 38. And my daughter and her future husband uh, just nagged me. Seriously, they, they nagged me and nagged me until they got me into a Christian church. And um, uh, the very day that I walked back into a church, I asked God into my life, you know, Jesus into my life. And uh, and um, yeah my feet were set on a path and it's been a an awesome journey since then so so that that was the basically the the route that it, that god took me on yeah, that brings me to a point that what you said earlier i mean uh most people believe in god most people do but i think it's the fact that they they uh, in their life it they choose they're, they're hating everything because of what their their life was going what they're going through in their life and i, oh, I just absolutely and the fact that people say sometimes they're atheists that's just an excuse because they know who god is they just choose not to believe in what they're trying what he what he gave us which is the bible which is the earth that we live on and just and people seem to forget that we're supposed to be in the earth and not of the earth no, like I said, absolutely. Yeah. I think I I think it's um um for a lot of people we have to look at it like this. Um and and God God has uh dealt with me through my journey and stuff. So I I kind of as he's with a lot of people. So I kind of understand because those were the same questions going through my mind as childhood and stuff and, and, and coming up into young adulthood until, you know, um, when I was 38 and accepted Christ in my life. I mean, personally, me asking him to come into my life and giving my life to him. Um, I, I was mad at God because I could not understand where he was through everything I was going through. And I think that's where a majority of people are. Um, through their lives is something happened that that they either had to go through, uh, suffer through loss, something that kind of helped or unfortunately hardened their heart mm -hmm. um, to God. So and, can you go um, into some 
Can you go, go into some detail? So, so can you go into some detail? You um you accepted the Lord, you've gone to church most of your childhood, but then your belief kind of changed. You got mad at God. So um can you go into any details that you want to share, you know, um over the airwaves about what really changed to um change your belief okay so with everything that happened through childhood with the with the um verbal abuse the physical abuse the sexual abuse um no one believing me okay because when you have parents right as a child as a five six year old they're they're the people that that's supposed to protect you nurture you care for you um uh so so when you, as a child when you go to them because someone's hurting you or doing something that that you know they shouldn't be doing to you and they don't believe you and nobody i mean through through growing up nobody believes you um it it, it puts that that's where the situation starts okay then when you add the other layer of of growing up in 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 the catholic environment learning about god uh seeing one thing and having happen something else that not meshing and when you hear things like god will never leave you or forsake you um you, you, as a child you can't put that together you can't comprehend okay why okay if this is what it is why isn't something happening you know so i got to the, th the point to where maybe it was me i maybe i was evil something was wrong something was okay. happening um and that god didn't want you know i was being punished and god didn't care about me so i got this thing to, i got this this thought okay to where if god didn't want nothing to do with me then i didn't want nothing to do with god but that was false because in, internally, I longed for that acceptance. I longed for that love that only can come from my Heavenly Father. I didn't just, I didn't know it back then, though. It was something that was internally that I was searching for, desperately needing and wanting, but I couldn't put it together. I couldn't comprehend what I needed. All right. Until he put my feet on the path when I was 38 and I personally accepted him. All right. I still didn't understand it. It was still a long journey. It was another 14 years before the final piece came together where I was able to put all of me into him. Just give all of myself to Christ and totally trust him with every part of me to where over the last nine plus years now, my life has drastically changed, drastically you know, changed. You know, you bring up valid, valid points there, which, which what you just said, that when God, when you say God never leaves you or forsakes you, then you can you about the wonder, well, why did this happen to me? Well, it's not the fact that God let it happen. God didn't let it happen. He was right. trying to reach the person that was committing these terrible atrocities to the person. He was talking to them the entire time, but they just weren't listening. Reason is free will, and people hate Absolutely. the word free will. Yeah. Like, well, well he, he's not helping me. Well, he was trying to. That brings the other point of uh, um, I don't know if people know about this uh, app called Pure Flix Entertainment, but I was watching this movie on there called Allison's Choice. 
she's sitting in an abortion clinic. And like, why aren't you talking to other people? Why are you talking to me? And that's the show where God's talking to everybody, trying to get them not to do this. Same point remains. God is talking to these people about, don't do this. Don't do this. It's not right. They're just not listening. Now, I have to tell uh, my lovely wife that sometimes, well, why isn't God helping us? Well, he's been here all along. We just haven't been listening, or the people that he's been trying to talk to aren't listening. Yes, and the way I explain free will is really simple. But as a child, that's hard for you to understand. Mm -hmm. You think that God is just this kind of magic genie right. that's going to keep everything from you. But actually, it's when you're taking the tests and stuff at school uh, that you, when you get stuff wrong, that's where you learn where, where you what you got wrong and what you need to study more. And so that's what trials are for us. And God is going to only allow the ones, like look at Job, the ones who can speak something into us or the ones that can open our eyes to something that we're doing wrong or maybe not, it's not necessarily a sin, but something we're doing wrong that's not beneficial. Paul says that everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Right. And so he, you know, free will as a child, we don't really understand all that. And go. God gave us free will, you know, in the garden of eating with you know, Adam and he's a covenant God and he's not going to go against it. Like um, if I'm walking my child down the road and this is just a really bad road it's got a lot of dips and ditches and i tell them don't let go there's things ahead that's going to hurt you but he disobeys he yanks away and he goes ahead and he ends up getting hurt and hurt somebody else along the way is it my fault no because i told him what to do he just didn't listen like donnie was saying and Am I going to tell him what he's done wrong? Yes, but I'm also going to pick him back up. And that's what God does for us. Sometimes Absolutely. our free will hurts us, but sometimes our free will hurts others. And that's where we get hurt is by others' free will. Absolutely. Absolutely. I never thought it for once through all this that, that where I am right now this minute is where God would bring me that he would use me in such a way to where, to where, um, um, that I can use all the things that happened to me in my life to, to hopefully help someone else that is going through the same thing, to be uh, an encouragement to someone else, to, to realize that, that they don't have to stay where they, in, in the position that they are right now, that there's hope and that there's someone out there that, that truly cares for them and loves them um regardless if they they believe that or not i mean because that's that's our heavenly father he loves every single one of us and and wants the absolute best for us but we have that free will so that's correct i'm reminded that i'm on a, uh, of that uh uh thing that your old boss in the bathroom had about uh what the heck is her name Mother Teresa. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that saying is? Um, if I can remember right, yeah, my old boss from when I was um I wish God didn't I, trust me so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like God won't give us more than what we so can handle. Exactly. But, but, That's right. right. Yeah. So you said so um 
moving ahead, you were led to the Lord. And so I uh, was there. Um, what was the growth process for, between coming back to the Lord? What was that like for you? And has the struggles in between there and now, uh, what have you learned? Oh, well, like I said, um, when I when I gave my my life to the Lord, me asking um, freely uh, for God to, to come into my life and be my my Lord and Savior, um, that was in 2000, uh, October of 2000. And uh, I, and I was immediately on fire for God. And I just I just I couldn't learn fast enough. I couldn't read fast enough. I couldn't do um, enough. Uh, but, but where I am now, I can look back and see that I was, I was still trying, it was a works mentality still back then. I was trying to still earn, um, his love and his acceptance and stuff at that point. And, and for the, for the next 14 years until 2014 of October and, um, in that process, those 14 years, um, like I said, I, I, I was so on fire for God and and wanted to do do do, and learn and that that that's fine. But like I said, the mentality was still off, and there was a one very important detail that was missing out of my relationship with Him, and that was trust. I still did not trust God with me, and uh, but but praise God and and and. and Thankfully, thankfully, um, that changed, um, like I said, 14 years later on October of 2014. And um, because I, in between there, um, you know, I had in, in 97, I had a, a I, I don't know if this is politically correct, but I had a like a, a mental breakdown, um, emotional breakdown um, and ended up in Cedar Springs. Um, in 2007, I had another um, episode that I ended up in Cedar Springs um, because I attempted to take my life. And uh, so, um, and then after that, um, I kind of uh, uh, became a recluse in my home for almost two years. I became very agor agoraphobic and I didn't want to leave my apartment um, I just kind of withdrew from 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 life, you know. Um, but that was a protection. It was a, a mode of protection, protecting me. And but that's it was not God's plan for me. That, I mean, I mean that's not what God desired for me. I, I I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't doing anything for myself. I I I wasn't doing anything for the kingdom. I you know I was just being there. I was just waiting. I was in a waiting you know period. And um, so anyway, on uh, October 2nd, 2014, uh, finally, with the help of, of a very special friend and uh, being a member of CCF herself, she got me out of the house um, for the first time in almost two years. And I stepped foot into, into CCF that day. And God has worked mightily through Colorado Christian Fellowship. Um, and I am where I am nine plus years later. I never, never thought that this was possible, but this is what, this is the point that I'm trying to make. And I, I want to, to, to um, stress this is that this is what's possible. This is what is possible when we give all of ourselves um, 
over to God, if when we trust him completely and give control, that control, I know that's really hard for us to do as, as people. We, 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 we need to hold on to something, but, but, but God wants us to give it everything to him and, 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 and look what, what's possible when we do that. Um, that's what I want to stress. That's that, that God can do all things. All things are possible to them, um, who believes and, uh, and it's a journey. It, it, it's not just a snap of the finger or blink of an eye. It's a journey and it's a rough journey sometimes, but one that is so fulfilling when we get to the other side. Um, That's right. so coming that, from, yeah. yeah. Coming from someone who was also, I've been abused, um, lived through 20 years of it. Yeah. And people will listen to somebody who's been there, done that. You can't go to a counselor or somebody and say, I need help with depression if they've never been through it because they oh, don't yeah. know what the emotions are like. And Absolutely. so God has a purpose and a plan for you and for me, you know, and, and all of us who have been through something very traumatic to use you and he's going to bring people in your life. You don't have to worry about it. I'm just amazed at the God moments you know, I have that, you know, he brings somebody in my life to help and to assist. And it's like, wow, you know, that was the Holy Spirit speaking through my mouth. I don't, I didn't realize I had just said that. And I know that he is going to use you. Um, you mentioned here um, in some of your comments to us preparing uh, some of your favorite verses um, on, um, you know, telling the listeners about being confident in God. Can you go, can you explain some of your favorite verses? Oh, yes. I'm um, just, like I said, I mean, I mean, the whole uh, book cover to cover some of my favorite verses, but, but um, like I said, I mean, uh, um, it's, 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 um, it's verses like you know that that like uh, Luke one thirty seven that our own strength wisdom and knowledge will sometimes fail us but God never will that's a big one for me you know not leaning not onto our own understanding uh, Psalms three five and six is one of my favorite ones. Um, I mean, you know, trusting, I mean, especially that one, Psalm three, five, and six is a major one for me. Um, I think you mean Proverbs or Proverbs. Sorry. sorry. Yes. Proverbs. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding, acknowledge him in all of our ways and he will lead us, you know, um, or, or make our path straight. And, um, so anyway, when, when you can really, uh, start tr standing on those verses and trusting those verses, you can see those verses start to, to um, work in your life and, and to change your life. And because I've totally gone in with a completely trusting God and nine and a half, you know, what nine plus years later, where I am now is just mind blowing to me. 
mind blowing when he when I when when he allows me to look back and see my life in every area from the very beginning I can see where God was in every instance I mean it it, it blows my mind that I've been through what I've been through and and um and and didn't succumb to some things like like taking my own life all right i desperately wanted it to be over i i didn't want to do it anymore i wanted to just be done and over with and and that's where a lot of people get nowadays but i am so thankful so thankful to god that he did not allow that to happen that it stopped somehow some way and i'm still here um, and 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 all I desire now is for him to 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 work through me, to use me, uh, to use the book in in whatever way, fashion that he wants to do, to to help anybody out there that that needs you know the help and stuff. And because okay. to your point, to your point, Sandy, he uses us. We cannot teach what we do not know. All right. When when people have when when they go through AA or they're doing um, uh, uh, detox from drugs or alcohol or whatever, the people and the counselors are are ex drug users, ex alcoholics, ex you know people who have been through the situation because they can relate. I can't. I have never been through that. So, so God uses each of us, all right? Not that he, that he wanted us to go through that, but he is going to use it now, all right? And turn what the enemy wanted for evil into good. That's right. Well, we have to start closing down now. Um, okay, tell people where they can find your book. Uh, well, they can find the book on Amazon. Uh okay. That's the only place that it's offered right now is on Amazon. And the title is Not Who I Once Was. And it's just a, a memoirs of an overcomer. Um, and and uh, I used, I, I didn't want to just do a pen name. I wanted to use my name, but my name is kind of long. So I went under B.A. Stansberry. So they can find it under B.A. Stansberry. So. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. What about if they want to contact you and ask you a question? Uh, they can do that through um, uh, um, Overcomers Ministry. There's a, um, I don't have a website yet, but that's going to be the 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 um, the the name of the ministry. Uh, but they can reach me at uh, b a stansbury at hotmail dot com. Any updates, Donnie? Well, people, you've been uh, talking with. Pastor Bernadette Stansberry of Overcomers Ministries, and she is the author of Not Who I Once Was. We hope you all enjoyed the episode, and our updates include now is our our, our personal book, uh, well, my wife's personal book, uh, Sassy, uh, Sassy Book, our little kitten that got lost. My wife wrote a book about it. It's out currently for sale on our website at yournewlifeministries.org, and uh like I said, you've been listening to Bernadette Stansberry and her book, and it's it, this was an awesome show. I hope everybody enjoys it. And always remember, uh, guys, and, and you know you got this when you let God lead the way. Pleasure uh, speaking to you today, Pastor, and I hope you enjoyed your time on the show as well. Well, thank you very much for having me and stuff. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And all the glory to God. And happy birthday, Sandy. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Well, we got just another minute, but a couple, another couple of minutes. Would you like to close us out in prayer? Oh, sure. 
Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunities that, that it brings, all the possibilities, Lord God. Heavenly Father, I just ask that you go before us and, and send this out to, to whoever it is that you want it to reach, Lord God. I ask that, that you use it mightily for your kingdom, for your glory, Lord God. And we just give you all the glory, honor, and praise. And we thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, seen and unseen. Heavenly Father, I just bless your name. I praise your name. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything. In Jesus' precious and mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, listeners, and you can find more of our podcasts and our books at yournewlifeministries.org. And like I said, we have our new book out, Sassy Goes Exploring, and a Bible study, Abide in Me, a seven-week study to the blessings of being in God's presence. So look for this podcast on our website uh, for Bernadette Stansberry and more. And you know you got this when you let God lead the way. God bless. Amen.